Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this episode, we're looking at sweet and spicy toasted nuts, a new app that will help you pick the perfect strain, and a quick tip that I give to a lot of people when they say they're looking to shed a pound or two. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. Who am I? I'm your host, Marge. And I just want to say thank you for listening for the past year, if you've been following along for a while. And if you're just joining us, I hope the new year finds you all well. And what an interesting new year it was. I don't know about you, but Chris and I were pretty happy to kiss 2020 goodbye. But as it turns out, on Boxing Day where I live, we entered into another lockdown for a month. So the new year is looking a lot like the old year, but that's okay. Because last year, if there's one thing that I did, it was make and eat a lot of edibles. So that was a real plus. That was a silver lining during what was otherwise a pretty tricky year to navigate. And it looks like that 2021 is going to be bringing more of the same. That is my forecast for 2021. Cloudy with a chance of lots of edibles. I hope that means lots of edibles for you guys too. And if you're following along this podcast, I hope that you're getting plenty of inspiration for making edibles in your own kitchen. So this month I have Dean Lucian's. If you made anything interesting, anything edibles related, you can always let me know, bite me podcast at fastmail.com or leave me a voice message on SpeakPipe. I'll link to that in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you, hear what your plans are for the new year for 2020 and beyond. So as I mentioned in the intro, I discovered recently a new app and I'm trying to remember where I heard about it. It might've been through one of the bud tender associations that I'm a part of. I'm a part of a couple. But this app is pretty interesting because it helps you choose your strain. So while this might be more for somebody who's smoking cannabis, it could certainly lend itself well to edibles if you do more of a passive decarb, as we learned from the episode with Brent, that you can you can do a passive decarb to help preserve the terpenes that you would find in the cannabis that might lend itself well to a particular recipe you're doing or a meal you're infusing. And so sometimes you may want to find something in particular. Well, the cool thing about this app is I've done it a couple times. It's pretty simple. It is called Strain Brain. It's not really an app, I guess. It's a web application, but you basically answer a few simple questions and it's going to give you a couple of ideas for strains. So you essentially, I'm looking at it right now. I've pulled it up on my phone on the web browser and you can select the recreational effects that you're looking for in your weed. So this is obviously for recreational purposes, not for medicinal. So if you have any more pressing concerns health-wise with, with regards to how cannabis can help you, this isn't necessarily the the website for you, but it gives you a long list of effects that you might be looking for. So I always like the giggliness. So I'm going to tap on that one and energy because I'm somebody who doesn't want to fall asleep in the corner. You tap on next, then you 
pick a couple of flavors that you like. And this is where it might be useful if you are looking to for a strain in particular that might help you with some of your edibles that you're creating. If you're looking for something that's going to showcase some of the terpenes. And so let's choose uh, flowery and uh, we'll go for a a citrus. I'm a big fan of the citrus in my cannabis. So you tap next once again, and then you can also choose your psychoactive strength. And it goes all the way from very mild to mild, moderate, strong, and very strong. Let's say strong for that. And then you tap on get recommendation and it does its thing. It starts to think, and then it gives you some ideas. So the ones that it came up with for this in particular is the Oregon golden goat, clemenberry, and heavy-duty fruity. A couple of them are highlighted. They're all different colors. I'm not really sure why. You can share the strains that you come up with on Facebook and Twitter if you so choose, or you can just tap to choose another. And I think this is pretty pretty interesting. Now, if I I guess I can't tap on those. It's just a quick way to give you a a, a chooser, a cannabis chooser, I suppose. Because sometimes I do know, I, working at the dispensary, I have a lot of people that come in and they're like, they have no idea what it is that they want. So this might be one way to narrow down your choices somewhat. Now, as far as I can tell, Oregon Golden Goat, some of these uh, cultivars are general. They're not specific to any particular licensed producer. There is a tab on it. If you happen to be in Ontario, in the province that I'm in, where you can find these you can filter them by dispensary and it gives me the option of the OCS, which is the Ontario Cannabis Store. So only the one dispensary. But interestingly, when I tapped on that, it brought up two, uh, three different, uh, three totally different cultivars, Kosher Kush, Sunset Sherbert, Tangerine Dream. So I'm not really sure how that works, but when I unclick it, it gives me those other ones. So I mean, it's certainly not perfect. If you have an idea what you like already, then go with your gut, the nose nose, as they say. But it's just a cool little thing to play around with. You can share it with your friends. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's free to use. And yeah, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to play with when you're looking at the different cannabis strains, because I know, I do know that a lot of people that come into my dispensary, and it's probably like there, wherever you are, if, you, if you're near a legal dispensary, or even if you're near a, a gray market dispensary, sometimes people are super overwhelmed by the choices. And if you're not entirely sure what you're feeling or what you want, it's a good way to narrow down your options. Because sometimes, what is it they say? Paralysis by analysis. Because sometimes too much choice isn't a good thing. And another note as well, I believe this is episode 76 or 77. And in planning for the next several months, I have been, I have an eye to episode 100. And I want to make episode 100 special because it's going to call, it's going to fall in the month of June. And June is the month where I originally started this podcast. I'm pretty sure the original episode came out in June. And when I first started, I think the episodes were like bi-weekly or even monthly at first until I sort of got the ball rolling. And so it'll be about, it'll be two years that it's taken me to get to the 100 episodes of weekly shows. And I'm pretty excited about that. I wanted to do something special for you guys. And one of the things I've been thinking is about getting on a really cool guest. And I'm not really sure who that is. I have a couple of ideas in mind. But I want to put it out to you guys, who would you love to see on the show? And 
I would love it if you guys would email me, send me a voice message on SpeakPipe, message me on any of the uh, social channels. If you're following me on there, I do get them. Um, Instagram is where I'm most active, but I'm sure I'll get notified at some point if I get messaged elsewhere. So if you're listening to this and you have an idea of somebody who would be perfect, please let me know. And so here's the other thing. No name is too big. You heard that right. No name is too big. The only criteria that I require is that this person must be somebody who loves edibles. So if you're thinking someone like Snoop Dogg, that's great. Snoop Dogg uh, is a heavy consumer of cannabis, but as far as I can tell, he doesn't need any edibles. So that wouldn't be an ideal candidate. Now, I realize that you guys might bring me names that I might not have ever thought of, and it could be a huge undertaking to get someone like that on the show and next to near impossible. But I'll let you know, guys, that I am going to try my damnedest. And whether that means I might get lucky, maybe just through sheer persistence, I might, something might happen. I don't know. But I'm just thinking, why set the bar too low? Give me a name if you know somebody who loves edibles. And they don't have to be famous by any means, of course. I'm I'm always willing to entertain cool and interesting people in the cannabis space that are doing great things and good work. That's one of the reasons why I love having guests on this show, because there's amazing people out there doing all kinds of things at all levels. But I thought it'd be kind of fun, you know, to try and get try and get uh, big names out there. I was thinking of myself, Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky. They do a show called Your Mom's House. It is one of my favorite episode, favorite podcasts that I listen to. Shout out to those guys. And I really enjoy it in part because it is a, I listen to a ton of informative science podcasts, health and fitness, like all these kinds of things. And their podcast is one that is sort of a break from reality. It's called Your Mom's House. It's pretty offensive. There's lots of swearing, but it's really great for a laugh. And if that's your sort of sense of humor, then you'd probably really enjoy it. But they recently were talking about how Tom Segura, who's a pretty well-known stand-up comic in his own right, uh, is 10 milligram Tom and two milligram Christina, because they sometimes will eat at, eat edibles and they enjoy them. So I thought that could be fun. So I'm going to be starting my campaign messaging those two. But again, if you know of someone that loves edibles and loves to talk about them, might have some good stories, no name is too big, please send them my way. I'd love to hear what they are. So Let's get to it. So this is going to be, if I haven't mentioned this already, because sometimes I start talking so much, I forget what I've already talked about, despite the meticulous show notes that I have here for myself. This is going to be snack month, because I know a lot of you are probably making New Year's resolutions to eat healthier this year. And I've made that resolution many times in the past. And I really do try to eat healthy on a regular basis, because that's when I feel my best is when I'm doing that. And I often get asked by some people because uh, what some of you may not know is I am a nutrition coach. I'm a certified level one nutrition coach with Precision Nutrition, and I'll link to those guys in the show notes as well. I don't really do much nutrition coaching anymore because I'm pretty busy with other stuff, and that's something I was doing a few years ago. But I do like to keep my certification up to date because I am health and nutrition is something I'm very interested in, and I feel it lends itself well to this show's too, because I'm making edibles all the time. And I don't always want to be eating super rich brownies every single night when I enjoy my edibles, even though I have done that lots of times in the past. But my health is pretty important to me. Because as we all know, if you don't have your health, you don't have much health, much 
if you don't have your health, you don't have much else. And I feel like it is sort of the, your health is the basis from which everything else in your life can flourish. So I do want to bring you some healthy snacks this month for anybody who's working to, you know, eat a little bit better. And sometimes I find the best route to eating better is just to make small small changes. And when people ask me, as I do get asked from time to time from friends and family, they're looking to maybe lose a few pounds or just to clean up their diet. One of the first things I always recommend, and this is something I follow myself, is to not snack after a certain point in the evening. And I know this one can be tough, but that one small change can make a really big difference. And so for myself, and I don't follow this rule every single day necessarily, because I realize there are always exceptions. And if you're too rigid, sometimes that can just cause you to be, to say, fuck it and just break all the rules all the time. But so it's okay to make exceptions, guys. But the one rule that I usually give, again, is you don't eat after a certain time in the evening. That gives your Usually you can sleep better when you do that. You're going to feel better when you wake up. It gives your digestive system some time to rest and do its thing over the night, which also means if any of you have heard of intermittent fasting, you're naturally intermittent fasting without even trying. Because say you make your limit or your your cutoff point at 8 p.m. By the time you wake up in the morning and have breakfast, maybe around 8 a.m., or something like that, you've naturally fasted for several hours over the evening, bam, you're doing intermittent fasting, you didn't even realize it. So that's one of the tips that I give. And I do adhere to this particular rule for most days of the year. And I find it helps a lot because I um, I have lost actually some weight over this year, because I had put on some over the last couple of years, it's easy to do it just sort of creeps on, doesn't it? You wake up one morning, you're like, Jesus, my pants don't fit. And that was the first thing that I did because my husband, Chris, I'm sorry, I'm talking about you again, Chris, sometimes he really hates that, but here we are, but he loves to snack. He loves snacking. And usually I find, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm snacking in the evenings, I'm not eating carrot sticks and celery. I'm not dipping it in hummus. I'm not having a small handful of nuts. I'm not doing any of those things. If I'm snacking late night after 8 p.m., usually it's crap food, stuff I wouldn't normally eat, and stuff that I'm reaching for mindlessly if I'm watching a show or doing something like that. And that's usually the worst time, the worst kind of eating that you can do. So I just put in this this in place for myself to just not snack after 8 p.m. Up until that time, if you want to have ice cream for dessert after dinner, if you want to enjoy an edible sometime after dinner, usually that gives you enough time. Of course, you can adjust those times for whatever works for your lifestyle. But for me, that's what works. And that make, that time limit also allows me to enjoy an edible in the evenings. And another reason I love edibles is because it allows me to have sort of a treat sometimes, because as many of you know, I have a super sweet, super sweet tooth. But it allows me to have something sweet without going overboard, because obviously the consequences are dire when you do that. And, you know, I still get it in before eight o'clock. So as long as I do that, I can enjoy, enjoy it for the evening. So in any case, that's my top tip that I like to give a lot of people. And if that's something that you're working towards this year, then maybe you can try implementing that. And if you try it out, let me know how you find it, if it's working for you or not. If you have any other questions, I'm happy to answer them. And so for snack month, the first one, the first recipe we're going to be looking at is the sweet and spicy toasted nuts. And once again, this one came from Tea God, the Green Organic Dutchman. 
a licensed producer up here in Canada. And of course, I, I did a couple other recipes that they did earlier this year, like late last fall. And I can link to those in the show notes as well if you didn't have a chance to check them out because the one thing that is great about these Tea God recipes is they're pretty easy to do. And they just keep putting out these great recipe pads as promotional material in the dispensary that I work at. And of course, anytime I see a recipe that's already written as infused, I grab it. Of course, in this case, they are once again using the Ripple powders by Tea God. And those are their flavorless, dissolvable cannabis powders. And while I haven't bought too many more after the first time, because the way the the max potency that anything can be in Canada right now is 10 milligrams per package. So I just find that they're not strong enough for me. But um, they are a good starting point for somebody who may be dabbling in in edibles or just wanting to dip their toe in and see how it's going to work for them because obviously some people are pretty sensitive to THC or they're just a little fearful about the unknown, understandably. So that is a really good way because they do have powders that fall into a variety of potency ranges, 2.5, 5, and 10 milligrams. So for somebody who's just starting out, it can be a good way to just test the waters and make a super simple edible without a lot of fuss. And then they can decide from there, hey, you know what? I enjoy this experience. This is something I got to be doing on a regular basis. And then you can learn to, you can learn more and get more into it, right? So there definitely is a place, um, for those powders. I would love to see them a little more potent sometimes for some of those folks out there that have higher tolerances. Maybe that's coming one day. I think they have the Stillwater powders. I'm not sure if that's by Tea God or not in the United States as well. I'll link to those in the show notes too, but I think they have the same kind of potency ranges. If you can get them stronger, this could be an easy way to infuse a whole bunch of things, not just these sweet and spicy toasted nuts. But these are pretty easy to make. Once again, I love this. I love edibles that are really easy to whip up and put together because quite frankly, we're all busy. And sometimes having a project edible is fun when you have that extra time in the kitchen. But for most of us, if you're busy, if you're in school, you're working, even if you're on in a lockdown, like I am right now, I'm still actually working in the cannabis store. It's looking a little different because it's all curbside pickup right now. But there's lots of you who are still working or working from home, which presents its own challenges. So you want something quick and easy. Well, you found it with this particular recipe. Basically, you need three cups of your choice of nuts. And that can be pretty much anything they recommend here. Raw almonds, raw cashews, raw pecans, hazelnuts, macadamias, and Brazil nuts. And what I ended up going with was almonds, cashews, uh, hazelnuts, and walnuts. And I ended up only doing two cups of nuts because it was a lot of nuts. I'm probably going to be one of the few people eating them because Chris is sort of still off the edibles right now because he thought I might talk about him too much on the show if he was eating them. <laughs> Joke's on him though, isn't it guys? Because I still do talk about him a little bit. He just doesn't know it yet. God bless him. I love that man. In any case, nuts are expensive. They're expensive to buy. I buy a bag of raw cashews from the grocery store and it's going to cost me like close to 20 bucks. So, you know, sometimes when I was getting out the measuring for this, three cups was a lot. And I was like, oh, I was, I'm low on some of these nuts too. So I didn't want to have to go out and buy all new nuts all at the same time. How many more times can I say nuts in this episode? I guess we'll see. Maybe if you're uh, smoking a joint right now or something, you can take a haul every time I say the word nut. In any case, you're going to take your choice of mixed raw nuts, lessen or make the 
uh, recipe smaller if you if you want to. You need an egg white, and then it suggests um, a few different spices, which you'll see in the show notes anyway, and some brown sugar. So just don't forget if you are using fewer than three cups of nuts to reduce the amount of other ingredients, particularly the brown sugar. They do have cayenne, cumin, cinnamon, ground ginger, and sea salt to give that sweet, spicy flavor. And basically, you're going to um, you're going to put all the spices and the sugar in a bowl and mix those up so they're all combined. You preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Then you whisk your egg white with a little bit of water until it's frothy. You add the nuts, mix them up till it's coated well with the with that. You're going to add your spices and your your salt, sorry, sugar mix, and mix that all up. And then if you're using your your ripple powder, you've mixed it in with the spices and the sugar as before. But if you're not using that ripple powder, this is where I added the tablespoon of all infused olive oil, and you can adjust that to however whatever potency you desire, of course, you can add a little more, a little less, you can always mix if you're finding it's, uh, if need be, you can always do a half teaspoon of infused, or sorry, a half, half tablespoon of infused and a half tablespoon regular olive oil. That's always an option. You can play around with it. Again, this is your edible. You can do whatever the heck you want to do to make them right for you. And then you mix it really thoroughly. You spread it onto a lined baking sheet. You pop it into the oven. It calls for, oh, well, no wonder why. Eight minutes per side. And I just realized now as I'm sitting here, I was going to tell you guys, you have to really pay attention because they do come out pretty, mine came out almost burnt. And as we all know, your uh, oven temperatures can really vary quite a bit. And so sometimes when you see a three a recipe, you do have to keep an eye on it for the last couple of minutes if it's a new recipe that you're following because your oven temperatures may vary. And so the time needed to cook something may not be as much or maybe you need more time. But I just realized now, I think I did it for 15 minutes each side, which might might indicate why they turned out so dark and it had nothing really. Anyway, just do what it says in the recipe and you should be fine. I think I ended up doing them 15 minutes each side, 15 minutes each side. I'm pretty sure I did. And they came, turned out pretty dark, but they were crunchy and they were tasty. They were just like toasted enough. If I had left them in there for any longer, they would have been burnt, but I saved it. And that's basically maybe because I was a little stoned when I made these last, uh, the last time. And that's what happens when you're not hundred percent paying attention. I just saw I bake for eight minutes and I was just like, converted that to 16 minutes in my head. And then I made it 15 minutes per each side. Anyway, well, that's what happens sometimes in the kitchen when you've got a few th- different things going on. So you let them cool completely because they will be really hot if you eat them too fast. And then you just eat them up and enjoy. And just remember that uh, this is, you know, three cups is quite a bit. It says it serves two. A cup and a half of nuts per person is a pretty calorically dense snack. It's a lot of calories. It is pretty healthy for you, of course, because the variety of nuts have a variety of healthy fats and and all that kind of thing in them. But you just want to be mindful of your portion. I would suggest that you make them a little lower on the potency side because this is the type of snack that's pretty easy to overindulge in. 
and overindulging calorie wise is far different than overindulging potency wise. So you just want to make sure that it's something that you can sort of, you know, graze on and maybe get the start to your your evening, but not necessarily, you don't want to make them so strong that you're going to be blasted by eating a small handful of nuts because that would present its own challenges. So that's a quick and easy snack to make. You do want to cook them to a little bit crispy. They can seem a little bit wet when they come out of the oven, but if you let them sit while they cool, they will crisp up for sure. And they are really tasty. And of course they do suggest playing around with other spices too. And they suggest you could try maple and cayenne ginger and lime or rosemary and garlic. And those all sound really nice. So the other great thing about this recipe is that it creates a base for you to experiment with a whole bunch of stuff. And it's uh, hands-on time was about 10 minutes. So then you just have the time in the oven, but you can make a smaller, bigger batch depending on how long you want to keep these for. And you just toss them into a a jar once they've cooled. And there you go. You've got a nice, quick, little, easy edible that you can enjoy it anytime. And that is a really nice post dinner snack as well. Because if you are going to try and do this, uh, not eating after a certain time thing, something uh, not a snack like nuts could be pretty satiating. So you're not going to necessarily hopefully want to eat too much later on. In any case, give that recipe a try. Next week, we're going to try something different. It is a snack that I've used many times in my house over the years, although I haven't infused them too often. So it'll be a new one for me as well, but roasted chickpeas. So if you've got a can of chickpeas or two in your cupboard that that you were never sure what to do with, or you're out grocery shopping, pick up a can of those because that's what we'll be doing. And that's another great snack as well. So if you enjoyed this this recipe, this episode, I hope you enjoyed the whole episode and you want to share it with friends and family, that's a wonderful way to help me and support the show. And hopefully they'll get something out of it and enjoy it too and try it out. If you make these, you want to send me along any pictures or whatever, I'm always happy to see those. So I think that's it for this week, friends. I hope you once again are enjoying your new year so far and you're making lots of great edibles. Lots of great things coming up for you all. And until next week, my friends, stay high.